Justin, my man, how we doing? Good. I've uh, been better, especially yeah. given that we're going to have to go through some really tough conversations here in the next hour. Uh, but yes. just in terms of general life, things are great. Things could not be better. Lydia and I are training for a marathon. We just went camping last weekend, which was a lot of fun. So my back still hurts from sleeping on the ground. But uh, <laughs> other than that, you know, things are good. And we got our cousin Rachel. Shout out, Rachel. Her wedding is in just over a week. And so Ten that's days, pretty exciting. Yeah. So we're getting pretty amped for that. Uh, you Did you know that um, I'm going to be one of the flower men? <laughs> yes. Uh I think Julia told me that you yeah. and Ben are going to be the, the flower boys, which is hysterical. Yeah. I love that. So we're going to have to figure out like what exactly we're wearing and all the dance moves we're going to do and whatever. So it'll be it'll be a good time. But, I want to see some good flourishes. Oh, no doubt. Nice. If, you, if you sit on the aisle, you'll get some attention, probably some flowers to the face. So if you want that, sit in the middle. If not, sit on the outside because I'm going to be uh, <laughs> doing wind-ups and probably, you know, decking people in the face with fistfuls of flowers nice that's awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah, i uh i probably will be sitting aisle side because you know i need the leg room but uh yeah i'll tell you what uh little segue here i'll tell you what did not have a nice flourish and that's our subject of conversation today is the newest marvel show secret invasion oh gosh and (sighs) again spoilers you guys know the drill we don't care about (sighs) details but honestly, there's not a lot of details about this show to discuss because let's be honest, Justin, this show, and I'm, I told you I was going to say it before we started recording. Don't say it. This show is language garbage, unbelievably trash. Oh this gosh. show was awful. And Marvel has been, you know, a mixed bag recently. You know, oh. we talk about Love and Thunder all the time, how bad that was. Quantumania, a big disappointment. You know, but then we get a Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Wakanda Forever, which are both very good in our opinion. And man, this is the first time, I mean, even going back to other Marvel properties that have not been received super well, uh, or at least, you know, with 100% like praise, say something like She-Hulk, which was very divisive when it came out. Even that had a lot of like defenders and supporters online um, and in the media when it released you know at the end of the show and episode by episode you and i both like she hulk you know to varying degrees didn't think it was was the greatest thing ever but there were a lot of redeeming qualities about that show and it was at least interesting interesting and intriguing throughout secret invasion was atrocious i do not know how this show got like written and greenlit and then shot and then produced in the final form that it ended up being this show was Dude, it was awful. I mean, this might be the worst opinion I've had. Not the worst opinion, but the lowest opinion that I've had of a Marvel property. I, is this this might be worse than Love and Thunder, dude? This might be worse. I was actually thinking about that when you brought up, you know, other MCU properties and said Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder lost me pretty much 10 seconds into the into the movie. This one the first like five minutes were really good and really interesting. And then after that was just complete, I, I felt nothing watching this. Like during Love yeah. and Thunder, I was Empty. angry. I didn't like it. I was annoyed. But it's that classic, like what's worse, hate or apathy, right? And this one, I guess, has a little bit of an edge because it got to hate by the finale. <laughs> and yeah. so 
but the whole episodes you know 1.5 up through 5 was just i watched it i felt nothing there was no takeaways there was nothing interesting no thoughts at all no like intrigue for the next one no oh man i really didn't like that it just absolute nothingness for the whole season and then the finale just took a dump all on it and was you know then i felt like dang this should have been so epic and instead was an absolute turd and then i was like okay i actually felt something like it made me feel something that's something (laughs) so you know i don't know if it's worse than love and thunder necessarily because again thor is my favorite character and so seeing him done like that um is always going to kind of give it an edge but it's the classic what's worth what's worse hate or uh or apathy and i don't know this was real rough man (laughs) Yeah, like, and it's it's kind of ugh. fitting that you used you know a turd analogy because the only thing that I felt at the end of the show was relief that it was over because yeah. my gosh, what an absolutely nothing show. Yeah, I mean normally we would go down and and break down like for shows that we really liked Loki, uh, I think is still probably the best uh, MCU show that we've seen. Uh, I don't know if we agree on that, but in my opinion, it's the best one that's been out so far. I also like what if a lot, but the like relevance to the main story is very uh, sparse is not the right word, but it's it's obviously MCU like adjacent, even though it with the multiverse, it takes place at the same time or, you know, in the same multiverse, whatever. Um, But Loki, we like broke down episode by episode because there were so many things happening. There were so many things to theorize about. Uh, the potential that the end of the show had given what had been built up before was, was, I mean, we were, we were theorizing about everything that could have happened. Uh, and that show kind of nailed its ending. Marvel knows that this show is bad because not two days after the finale of secret invasion did the trailer for Loki season two drop, which doesn't even come out until October, two full months before, uh, the, premiere of this upcoming season two for loki they drop the trailer right after their previous show ends because secret invasion was so bad yeah i I mean what a dumpster fire dude this should have been like the uh winter soldier version uh, of a tv show uh where you have the espionage like spy thriller type vibe and it had absolutely none of that Mm-hmm. The entire premise of Secret Invasion is that like these scrolls are invading planet Earth, right? We we know from Captain Marvel that the scrolls have been here since the 90s. Uh, it's revealed during the show that there are you know around a million scrolls on the planet, which is an obscene number. But we see that they are you know have infiltrated high ranks of government and like political figures and uh, media members, so they're in positions of power. And there's zero intrigue throughout the show about who's potentially a scroll and who's not. Yeah. Again, outside of the first five minutes when we see uh, Martin Freeman, his character, I, I always right. forget his name, Agent, whatever the heck, nobody cares. He's Everett just, Ross. He's Bilbo. Everett Ross. Bilbo. Put some respect on Everett Ross's name. He got shot for Wakanda. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the entire premise of Secret Invasion in the comics, and it's a great storyline, is that characters that you've known for years at that point just like our scrolls and there's no like build up to it it's just like they've they've been a scroll the whole time and it's like whoa if it catches the reader off guard and 
from that point forward, like anything is in play. Mm-hmm. The whole, I mean, to, to steal from, you know, the rock, the hierarchy of power has shifted greatly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there's, there's none of that. There's absolutely none of that none. in Secret Invasion, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Zero. Rhodey, his character in this show is a scroll from start to finish. I guess not technically finished because we see, you know, original Rhodey getting pulled out of the holding cell or whatever the heck he's in at the end of mm-hmm. it. Um, but we know that, that the version we see throughout most of the show is a scroll, and we know that from basically the beginning. Mm-hmm. And there's not a single other character that we are like, could they be a scroll? Could they not be? Like yep. we know that it shows us the scrolls in the beginning. It shows them shape shift into certain people. And then they just stay as those people the entire time. Yeah. It's, oh dude, yep. there was zero intrigue throughout the show. It made me so frustrated that something like, you know, a, a shape shifting, like body snatching aliens was so boring how do you do nothing with that interesting of a premise yeah it's like you're gonna you're gonna take these people that can turn into any being and you're gonna have them like i I understand like you pay the actors you want them to act like as themselves right prosthetics are hard like why pay a lot for these headlining actors if you're then gonna have a side actor beat them but like that's literally the whole point like, why have the scrolls in there if they're just going to be in their human form and only their human form the entire time? Like, the only the only scenes that actually have a little bit of intrigue are, again, the first five minutes with Ross. And then at the end, which it's not even intrigue, it, like, takes the only interesting thing and throws it out in the finale when Nick, or quote-unquote Nick, is talking with Gravik at the end. Uh, you mean Fury? Nobody calls him Nick. Except Actually, they call no, him Nick at all. Of, oh my gosh! Yeah, we're gonna call him. Nick. We're gonna call him Nick because Ugh. this version of Nick Fury in this in this show did absolutely. He had one cool quote the entire time, and then even that turned out to be nothing. Nick People Fury call him Nick all is the time. such a nothing character in this show. He's actually less than a nothing character. He's like a net negative towards like his own cause. Yeah, it's like it's so stupid. Okay, but but. Part of that is because he gets no closure. He doesn't even face Gravik at the end. He doesn't have to like either be proven right or face any consequences for what he's done. Like you know, if you blame him for what happens to the scrolls and why they're stuck there, like if you think he's just taking advantage of them, he has no comeuppance at all. If you think that he's been genuinely trying to find them a planet and hasn't been able to, and they're misunderstanding him. He gets no like catharsis from being proven right. Like there's no payoff for him whatsoever. He just dips out. Nobody else, none of the Avengers even knew that he was back as far as we know. And he's just gone again and has right. no consequences, good or bad whatsoever. But the only part that might have had that was when he's talking with Gravik, which is not actually him. We find out. But that's like the only other time that they actually did a, oh, it's not actually the person you think they are. It's secretly a scroll the whole time. Like every other time, the entire series, except for technically with Rhodey, but he comes in acting like so out of character that it's obvious that he's a scroll immediately. Like yeah. every other time you see a scroll, it says, This is a scroll. Like it's pretty much like they put it up on screen in text because it's so obvious. Or you see them change right before. Like there's no mystery whatsoever. And if there is, like with the 
the world leaders or something like it shows a quick clip this is episode two or three it shows a quick clip of all these different world leaders like talking on tv and in the very next scene is them all turning back into the scroll form it's like any time they tried to build any type of intrigue it's like nope instantly they're a scroll or oh they're not a scroll like how is the president how are they gonna have the president be in this show be like relatively heavily featured in the show and not once does a scroll like impersonate the president how is that like how that's the most obvious easy like how does a scroll never impersonate nick fury in front of the president like (laughs) there's not even it's not even just missed opportunities there's just no tension whatsoever because they never once try like they never try and there's no big reveals they never bring in any of the other avengers like sure they don't want to pay for the you know big actors they don't want to pay for chris hemsworth to come and be in the show even though they spent over 200 million dollars on it where did that money go but like it's like they were so scared to commit to anything they were so scared to have any characters that we already know like they took the c-est d-list of avengers with war machine like no disrespect to him but he's the bottom of the barrel um and they have him do it and they won't even commit to saying when he was turned it's like they're so scared to touch any of the previous mcu stuff that they're like we're not going to have this affect anything this is going to be totally self-contained it's all resolved it's wrapped up it's done like you said part of the the comic line that made it crazy was like oh this person that you've been following for seven years has been a scroll the whole time like would people have been mad if like Endgame Thor was actually a scroll, like probably right because that takes away some of the catharsis from, you know, him stepping up and fighting Thanos and getting his revenge after Infinity War and stuff like that. But they were so scared to make an impact retroactively in the MCU that they took like a D-list Avenger and wouldn't even commit to telling us at what point he was turned into a scroll. Like, they, the, the director in the interview said that he doesn't even know. He's like, I'm going to leave that up to Kevin. It's like, how can you possibly have that be a major plot right. point in your yeah. show and so not even dumb. know? Like, oh, my gosh, it's so weak and so stupid. Like, yeah, it is oh stupid. And it, it, it makes me ask the question, is like any of these showrunners or, I mean, the movies are definitely more connected, you know, despite the fact that Phase 4 has been largely disconnected you know which is understandable to some degree as they're introducing kind of like a new cast of characters but like when was the last time we saw any follow-up on a previous like end credit scene like shang chi hasn't gone anywhere after we learned that the rings are way older than we thought they were uh i mean the end of eternals hasn't gone anywhere um like there's been so many projects in a row now the end of multiverse not connected yeah Nothing has happened as a result of these uh, end credit scenes and like stingers mm-hmm. that it makes me wonder if like any of these producers and uh, like directors are talking to one another and they, they yeah. don't have like a plan for where things are going and they just lead with they, they end the show or movie with a lead off for their own character Um Mm-hmm. Because that's where the character would go from this story, but like they don't have a plan for where like they'll next show up or like what will happen to the Avengers as a whole next. Yeah. Um, and this show didn't even have a dang end credit scene. Well, like not one. I mean, they 
kind of had a couple end credit scenes that were just before the credits. Like the scene with, um, I don't even know, whatever the heck that British lady's name that just showed up and could magically do everything without ever being mentioned ever before in the MCU and just everyone knows her. They don't explain her at all. She was at least fun on screen. Like she was fun to watch. Yes. Her character makes no sense. She was the only good part of the show. Her character makes no sense. But at least she was like fun and had some charisma on screen, unlike literally every single other character. But she talks with Gaia, right, with McQueen um, at the end. And that's pretty much an end credit scene, even though it's not because it has no bearing on the plot of like bringing a conclusion to the plot of this season. It's much more obviously for setup. But like, do we think that that's actually going to go anywhere? I mean, what are the odds that they actually come out? And actually, the... um. On the idea of what you said with all these dropped storylines and dropped end credit stuff, like there were definitely a couple dropped plot lines in like phases one, two, and three. Like that's not, you know, no one's denying that. It's not like we're suddenly ignoring that they have had plot points before, but this is literally every single new thing that comes out is having something that we don't technically know they're dropped. There just hasn't been any follow-up to them. But right, interestingly, with that scene specifically where um, Gaia is talking with, Sonia, I think her name is. It's pretty much an end credit scene because it's purely to set up something else, not to like conclude this. Um, they actually had an interview with the showrunner after the finale came out, and here's here's what they said. Um, the question was, uh, with Gaia killing Gravik, I think it positions her to be one of the most, if not the most, powerful person in the MC right now, which is a whole other thing we can talk about. Super dumb. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll um, get into that. I mean, she has all these powers at her disposal. So beyond this show, how are we going to see the ripple effects of her new position of power as both a scroll leader and this agreement that she's made with Olivia Coleman's character, Sonia? All right. So that's the question. She's too powerful, and she's now the leader of the scrolls. Where are we going to see this go? And the the showrunner says, "I promise you, I am not deflecting your question. But once again." I think what happens outside the confines of the walls of these six episodes is really a question for Marvel. Quote, I don't know where it's going to go. There's literally no plan for it. Literally right, just, zero plan. None. Just passing the buck to the next director who who now it's there. You know, it's uh, the next person's problem about how to deal with this insanely yeah. powerful character. How can you include... But- storylines when you don't literally don't have any plan for where they're gonna go and what yeah if, it's so dumb like maybe you don't blame the director maybe feige told him to have it in there why would you not tell your creative people at least an idea of where it's going like that was the problem with the the new star wars trilogy like they had no plan they just made stuff up as they went along and each person overwrote like abrams had a plan and then ryan johnson overwrote the plan and changed it and then it flip-flopped back because they had no actual plan and they were just making right. stuff up as they went along. Same issue. It's so, oh, so unbelievably right. frustrating. And, it, and if you're not going to have a plan for the character, like it's totally fine for you to have a self-contained series. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, not everything in the MCU has to directly lead into the very next project. Like that's not yeah. the point that I'm trying to make here. But if you're not going to have a plan for where a character is going to go next, don't have that dang scene. Just cut it. Like, just leave the finale of the show as is, have some resolution within your own show, and then, like, it, it wouldn't be like bringing a character out of retirement, but it's like, they're not necessarily doing something else that you've already set up when you want to bring them back next. Like, they can just be yeah, somewhere doing something, 
and you don't have to like set up something that will never be followed up on. I yeah. honestly would be fine if we never saw Skrull again in the MCU. I know we're gonna see especially her. Marvel. Like I would, I would be fine. I'm like, Secret Invasion is the Skrull story. I don't care about any of them. I, at this point, they're like an infestation on Earth. None of them are helpful. They're just infiltrating like human, uh, like leg- legislature and, um. What's the word I'm looking for? Our governments uh, and media and yeah, power structures. I don't know, yes, society, all that. Yeah, society. Sure, um, infrastructure is the word I was looking for. There we go. Uh, like I don't care about any of them. They could all die. I'm rooting for the Kree now. How do you not even have a Kree in this show? The whole reason the scrolls are like on Earth is because they're refugees from this war with the Kree across the galaxy. Yeah. How? Do you not have, like, you're going to mention the Kree, like, oh, there's, like, peace talks happening somewhere. Why? How? Who cares? Just don't, you don't even have a Kree show up or, like, even on a screen somewhere where they're, like, talking. Like, how? Oh, it's so dumb. Well, especially because as far as we know, Ronan was the one leading, like, the purge of the scrolls. Because back when Captain Marvel took place, it was like the 80s or 90s, right? I forget the exact year. But that was when he was young. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy, he died. Because he was the Kree supremacist fanatic who was like leading the extermination of the Skrulls. Like, you think it would matter that he's been dead? Like, did did someone pick up his place? Or are the Kree as a whole now just like, oh, we don't mind the Skrulls now that this fanatical leader's not in charge anymore? Like, no mention of that when he's like the primary antagonist of the Skrulls. And they just right. be, no and like, mention whatsoever. Captain Marvel was part of the Kree for a long time. Like she and Yon Rog were like that strike team that was just exterminating scrolls all over the place. And obviously she has a big impact in the scroll story, but like she has a big impact on the Kree story too. Like how do you not connect those? Anyways, that's not even in the show, so we we can't I can't harp on that too yeah. much. But like, yeah. what a way to drop the ball there. But there's so many things in the show that I like just don't make sense and are stupid. And I'm just gonna run down a quick list of yeah. them here. Okay, Give it to me. Firstly, you touched on it already. Nick Fury does absolutely nothing he in the show. He is awful. Uh, he has that one cool line that I. Uh, implied earlier where he says like i'm nick fury even when i'm out i'm in which was a cool line but then it like doesn't have any bearing on the rest of the story uh he doesn't ever take responsibility or admit fault for like being the reason that the scrolls are still here Mm -hmm. because he did promise to find them a home 20 30 years ago uh and has not done anything like yes okay he was blipped for five years but what about the whole rest of the time 30 years uh, before that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, he, abs- like, Talos accuses him of, ju- of just using the Skrulls as, like, his own personal spy network and not fulfilling his half of the deal that they made mm-hmm. back in the day, which is 100% true. Like, yeah. he has not found them a new planet to live on, which, another thing, how is it his, res- like, he can't leave the planet. Yeah. Like, he's just a human. I mean, it's just how Captain Marvel it then. Fault? It's on him. Yeah. Especially when he made that promise, they didn't have, like, the technology to just fly in alien ships like he does now, right? Because that was right. far, far time ago. Right. So, like, first of all, how's that his responsibility? But if he's not going to say, listen, it's Carol, like, I, I can't control Carol Danvers. Like, yeah. I made a promise I couldn't keep. Like, he doesn't even say that. Like, yeah. oh, it's so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> he doesn't take responsibility for that. Like, there's no scene where he's like, you know what? Yeah, I messed up. But we have a bigger problem to deal with right now, and I could use your help. And, you know, 
we can deal with my failure to deliver on the promise like after. Yeah. Well, they started to get I there in the fine. finale, but it was Guy. It wasn't even him. So it's like right. that, the, the only the, decent the scene, scene where he has any mind. sort of yeah. uh, accountability is like not even him. Not even like him. He doesn't even face off with the main villain of the series at yep. the end. Oh, so dumb. Uh, Gaia. So, like, I don't... Everything about Amelia her. Clark did a fine job acting. I, it's not anything about, like, the character of Gaia throughout the show, because I thought she was actually fine. But by the end of the show, she has all the powers. Of everybody. And I know... Like, everybody. Dude. Uh, in the comics, Super Scroll is not, like... There's not, like, multiple Super Scrolls, okay? It's, like, one... The Super Scroll, okay? And they take the fantastic force power so they have like human torches fire they have the thing's strength they have mr fantastic's stretchiness and they have yeah. invisible woman's ability to go invisible and make force fields right yeah uh that's fine that's really cool that uh you have a character that can you know not only shapeshift into one other person but like can steal the powers mm-hmm. of you know the marvel's first family yeah. that's interesting um Without the Fantastic Four in place in the MCU yet, obviously you can't do that. But there were some replacements uh, as far as that kind of power set yeah. goes. They just said, forget all that. We're giving her every power. This whole idea of the harvest, right, is that every Avenger and like some of Thanos' army shed blood during the battle for Earth in Avengers Endgame. Which, you're right, sure. they probably did. Uh, I can totally believe that. But you're telling me that, like, you know, not S.H.I.E.L.D., but, like, S.W.O.R.D. came in after and was, like, scraping up blood from the battlefield, and then we're just like, we know who this is, and then they just threw it in a, a test tube, and they're like, here's our here's our smoothie of Avenger blood. Yeah, they combined all of powers. the blood. They combined all the DNA, so now you can't even, like, separate it. <laughs> Why would you do oh, that? It's so dumb. <laughs> oh. And not only is, the like, the whole premise dumb, the whole plan in the finale is like this is what Gravik is after, right? Because he wants to become like this ultra powerful mm-hmm. scroll that nobody can can say anything to and rule the world, essentially. Like he wants to exterminate humans because of like Nick Fury breaking his promise and he wants uh like retribution. So he's like, I think I'll just we'll just take this planet, actually. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that's a that's a fine motivation. Sure. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. But then in the finale, Nick Fury, uh, his whole plan is to give Gravik what he wants, but also give it to Gaia and then just hope that she wins the fight. Like if they, if Gravik just killed her, then what's the plan? Yeah. Or like you just gave him what he wanted and your only like scroll supporter now is dead. Or if Gravik just like pushed her outside of the machine and then just gave it to himself. Like why on earth? Like he doesn't know it's her. Sure. But like, why? Why would he keep Nick in the machine to give them both powers and then be like that makes no sense? It's Just like so take dumb. him, move him outside the machine, Gravik, get your own powers, and then kill it. Like, why did he turn it on when he was still in there? Like that makes it's so literally it's no so sense. dumb. And also, it's it's it <laughs> makes no sense, dude. And yeah, this cocktail oh. of Avenger DNA had literally every power. I'm not even gonna go through the list because yeah. there were like 20 characters that were in this you know, blood smoothie or whatever that they called the harvest. And it doesn't even make for an interesting fight. They have all the powers and... And the same powers like, too. It's not like some of them... It's right. not like one of them got some, one of them got some. Right. Yeah. And it's like, 
I'm, I'm not going to say anything about the special effects because I actually thought the special effects were fine. Except for uh, a couple shots, In terms yeah. of... But yeah, I mean, overall, it's not like, you know, a big issue where some people, mm-hmm. like, didn't love, you know, She-Hulk's visuals yeah. for, you know, She-Hulk's valid were worse, reasons. For sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I think this was far from the worst effects the MCU has seen. This was way better than MODOK. Um, but, like, seeing Amelia Clark with, like, Drax's arm was so goofy. And, like... Now she just has all these powers. They have to if the, if she ever comes back, which again I hope that this show just gets ignored completely. Yeah. Like Nick Fury at the end just goes back up into space like nothing happened. So I think the idea is that this is just a, a fart in the wind. I like bet. No, nobody notices like anything yeah. that happened in this show. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> they have to do something with this character if they ever bring her back because she has all these powers. Either it's, like, some temporary effect, which, like, okay, that makes no sense because why would the scroll's ability be on, like, a time limit? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not or, even the scroll's ability. It's, like, the DNA of the Avengers, which if that's the case, then She-Hulk should lose her powers soon because she right. got hers, which obviously is exactly. she's not going to lose her powers. So Exactly. Yeah. Either that or they have to do it or, like, okay, they have the powers, but it's, like, to a way lesser extent. Like, yeah. that's they, she, she might have I mean, Captain Marvel's abilities, but she you know it would never go toe-to-toe with carol that is another way and i think probably the only way that they could handle it at this point but like she totally does have captain marvel's powers like she blasted a hole through gravic which why would that even work if he has because he has captain marvel's powers too which makes no sense either unless he just chose he he chose to not activate it at that time which is like well do you have to choose activated does he have all of it Oh my gosh, this makes no it's sense. So dumb. nonsensical. And, and, that, and that's another one where it's just a showrunner and whoever wrote it has no care or knowledge of the consequences on a greater world. And it's like, you can't, you know, you can't just say, I don't know, you can't blame every individual show or movie on every single connection that it should have slash could have made. Like, that's impossible. Um, and a lot of people are going to say, view it as a self-contained thing. But like the MCU, the reason it's been so successful is because it's connected and because of all the catharsis right. and exciting moments, seeing people team together. You can't have all of the benefits of that and not have any of the scrutiny that comes with having a shared world. Like it has to be consistent. Things have to be logical across across your universe. Like that just has to be. And when you introduce a character like this out of nowhere, first of all, um, that just takes every other character. It doesn't make them obsolete because having two Captain Marvels is better than having one, obviously. But like, well, first we're of, gonna get three Captain Marvels but, in like a month. But first so. of all, <laughs> if Nick Fury had this, why would he not be like making more Avengers, like just to begin with? Second of all, he says that he can't bring in the Avengers because he doesn't want the Skrulls taking their. You know, first of all, it's like he doesn't want them taking their shape and turning into Avengers, like in the public and making the Avengers do bad things, which, first of all, that would have made a way more interesting show. Way more. Way more interesting. interesting. Second of all, later in the show, he flips the script and says it's personal, which is the reason he didn't call them in. So he completely was either lying before or the showrunners just forgot. And he says it's personal. And then he never even shows up despite the fact that he says it's personal. But then he takes a super-powered person that could now be, like, I mean, she's not famous. She's not a celebrity like the Avengers are, but could now be impersonated, like, in the same way. It's just, like, it, 
he goes everything single stance he takes he goes completely backwards on and just yeah, the idea totally. the idea it's the same problem with the end of thor when he just get like love and thunder when he just gives the powers to all the kids like if you can just give people powers this easily why on earth are they not doing that regularly like how could you ever claim right. to be in danger when you can just give people why not give nick the powers like he's old sure but like why would he not trust himself with it it, it makes it's like okay say maybe they only have a limited amount right but he he's only known gaia for how long is this show like two weeks <laughs> like well and, yeah but he had all, he, he mean, has known gaia since the beginning I guess of, so uh, but well since captain marvel because she was you know tails's daughter so he know. met her back in the day but point taken dude it's like you your whole point is like oh we don't want them taking avengers powers but then you just give them all the avengers powers yeah like it it would have been fine to me if they kept it to like four like the original super scroll in the comics like keep it to a minimum amount like then it would be interesting to see okay you like you know you have the fantastic four it's like okay now the scrolls have like the four elements right yeah they have like fire and and air and water and and stone like not you know one-to-one comparison but like now you can have an interesting fight where they use their different abilities against each other but it doesn't get too overwhelming because you know the limitations of each one and they only have four so it's like it can't get too too crazy yeah you can get creative with how they interact with each other for sure but it's not like oh new power just pulled out of my butt yeah like i'll just do that instead yeah like oh it was so dumb harvest really stupid and she just knows uh, how to use all of them right away and also, uh, I don't know if you caught this, but like it's DNA, right? So she has the powers. Sure, we'll say she gets all the powers. I, I saw people online commenting this. Drax's like red marks are tattoos. That's not yep. a power. That's not that's DNA. That's not his skin. It's not. It's not DNA. It's t- tattoos. When she was, um, oh my gosh, I'm totally forgetting his name. Ebony Maw. Ebony Maw. She, she had the rings. rings on. It's like <laughs> so dumb. It's not even. It's like they just took the CG. It's like in the old um, like Disney movies, you know, how in like uh, the Aristocats, they have that dancing scene and they just reuse the animation in Robin Hood. It's like the same right. thing. 100%. Just like, oh, 100%. We just have this uh, animation sitting around. We'll just edit it a little bit and slap it on this to save some time, which like, right. this is not on the animators, but like somebody approved that. It probably went through multiple rounds of approval. And if not, that's a problem. And if it did, right. that's a problem because- it's like they're they don't trust us. They're like, oh, if we don't show that it's literally Drax's arm, they're not gonna know what this is. So, right. Like, and oh I get gosh. to some degree. It's like you want to have some visual aid for you know people who are like, oh, what power did they use just there? It's like, okay, that's a visual thing I recognize from a character that we've seen before. And pick any but other yeah, hero. Trust your There's audience. There's so many heroes that have powers. Right. Just use exactly. something that doesn't have like. Non- and not only that. Not only that, there were so many. Another one is Ghost. They had like ghosts, like quantum phasing. Ghost got her powers because she was like in the quantum, or she got blasted by the exploding quantum tunnel. It's like quantum disentanglement, or whatever the heck you want to call it. Like, it's not in her DNA either. Also, was <laughs> like, she at the final battle in Endgame? No, no she wasn't. She, she wasn't, wasn't even there. there. Uh, oh but gosh. okay, I, I will give a little bit of slack on that one. Not for the Ugh. you know DNA not giving her powers because that's still stupid, but. She was a shield like asset for a long time, so it makes sense that they would have like her DNA somewhere. Okay, I, I don't have issue with them having ghost thing, but the fact that it works for a guy is just so stupid. Um, oh my gosh! All but right, they also not only did they like keep going on all these powers, but they had so many that like overlapped. It's like 
you don't need, you know, if you have Cull Obsidian and Drax and like Captain America's DNA, that's like hat on a hat on a hat. You just have three different versions of super strength. And the Hulk. Why would you ever take Captain America if you have a Hulk yeah. strength right there? I mean, like, that's, where so just, stupid, that's where you just count it as. Dude. That doesn't make any sense from Nick Fury's perspective. But from her stance, it's like that makes a little bit of sense. Like she is uh, just got the powers like two minutes ago. So she's probably just flipping around. But but from like a narrative perspective, why would you do that? Why would you include all that other than like cool Easter eggs, basically? Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense it. from a story writing perspective or like from Nick Fury's perspective. It's like, oh, we'll take Captain America's and stick it together with the Hulks just in case someone... Like the only reason to keep them together was to give them to somebody, but then why duplicate? Like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's dumb. The whole Harvest thing is incredibly stupid. Yeah, uh, terrible. In premise and execution. So, Especially because uh, it just yeah. takes the whole idea like of the secret invasion and hinges it all on a MacGuffin that ends up being really stupid. It's, it's, it's just like, why, why have the whole scrolls time trying to take over and then have it just turn into one, one dumb little V like one dumb little vial that has some stuff in it. It's like, yeah. What? What? Yeah. What is yeah. this? It's, it's dude. I've said this like a hundred times already in this, in this recording. It's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Because another thing that I thought was uh, graphics was really whole plan dumb. was not even reliant on that at all. It was about making nations go to war. Right. Why does he it, care about it at all? I d- yeah, it's stupid. Okay. Uh, sorry. What was your next thing? No, you're fine. Uh, uh, another thing that I thought was dumb was the president. Um, oh yeah, everything about him. Yeah, total idiot. Uh, not that you know idiots haven't been president before or currently, but um, man. He gets saved by Talos, who is a Skrull. Like, they know, he knows for a fact that a Skrull saved him. Yep. And then at the end, after it's revealed that Rhodey is a Skrull, which, another stupid scene. Like, while Gaia and Gravik are, like, fighting, Nick Fury and Rhodey are having this standoff with Sonya and the president uh, all in the same room in, like, the hospital. And... Nick Fury and Rhodey keep going back and forth. They're like, Mr. President, he's the scroll. They're like, no, he's the scroll. No, believe yeah. me, he's the scroll. And it's so stupid. It's like, just shoot Rhodey. Like, why? If you're, we know 100% that he's a scroll. Well, the president has just a gun shoot on him, him. So, who cares? I mean, just shoot, yeah. like, watch. If you wanted, if you want to take it a step further, okay, it'd be like, all right, we're not going to shoot, like, the president's Secret Service leader, whatever Rhodey is, National Security Advisor, uh, you know, in the head. To prove he's a scroll, but okay, Rhodey, since you're so gung ho on you know sending nukes to Russia or whatever your plan was, I can't even remember the details because it was so yeah. obfuscated. But uh, like, all right, cut your finger off. Let's just see you bleed a little bit. If it's yeah. purple, we're gonna kill you. If it's red, then you'll be fine. Don't and even you cut can your finger off. Your just country. like cut your hand a little bit. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. Just prove it. Just prove it. And they, there's nothing of that. It's like five minutes yeah. of he's a scroll. You got to trust me. No, he's a scroll. You got to trust me. It's really very dumb. stupid. Yeah. Um, but then after the president figures out that Rhodes was a scroll, right? He gets on TV uh, and announces to the nation that we know scrolls are out there and we know how to find them and then we're going to kill them. Which is an insane thing to put in the finale of your freaking spy show. Yeah. Like this should have been episode one, yeah. dude. The paranoia about shape-shifting aliens living amongst us and could have been people you known for years that should have been 
the lead of the show. Yeah, that was almost like we, another end credit scene. There were like three scenes at that, the end. That with Gaia and Sonya and with Nick leaving were all pretty much end credit scenes because they're all set yeah. up big things that were not. I could part not of this believe story. that was that was set so late in the show. Yeah, I was like mind blown that this this is what the show should have been is the paranoia about who could be the scrolls yeah like around and among us and and how the public and sword and you know nick fury deals with that yeah um for the show to end with the main bad guy being dead and then you just have like mercenaries like they just show up to the you know not fox news studio and shoot Christopher McDonald's character with AKs on live TV, and then he turns into a scroll. What is that? You're just gonna have mercenaries just mowing down random people, yeah, on live TV because they're aliens. Like that. First of all, insane message for the show to have that like the the government is just gonna start destroying these you know immigrant people because yeah. they're potentially a threat, right? Mm-hmm. Like absolutely wild. Uh, second of all. How is that, again, how is that the end of your show? This should have been the crisis that Nick Fury was trying to solve. Like, okay, we know there are good scrolls and we know there are bad scrolls. We also know they're hiding among us and now people are aware and they're paranoid and they're scared and nobody knows who to trust. Yeah. That's your show right there, okay? Yeah. That's your show. But like the that public is not the finale, never even knows like, second to last then. scene of your show. Yeah, the public and never yeah, even knows until then. Know. So there's no paranoia at all other than Nick, which... Also, how do they know how to find out who's a scroll? Because they, they developed do. no way the whole time. Again, like you said, it was the, he's a scroll. No, he's not. He's a scroll. No, he's not. Like, they don't even the only have thing, a way of, like, determining who's a scroll. So how would the of, president uh, know? Like, how would he have any way of knowing? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, the once they're dead, they turn of. into a scroll. That's helpful. <laughs> Well, like, the only thing I can think of is that they do have all these, like the scrolls kept the, the people that they're impersonating alive for whatever reason, I guess, uh, in these holding pods. And we see a bunch of them at the end. So they can just see who's in these pods and then find the scroll counterpart. Yeah. And get rid of them. Which is, But again, there's like a million of them on the planet. Also. You're just going to go kill a million aliens? Also, oh my gosh. once they know who it all is, the scroll just, just turns into anyone else. So announcing it on live else. television in front of the entire world kind of gives up your only element of surprise, even if we assume that what he's wanting to do, like he wants to be successful at it. Um, man, I got to find the exact quote too, because he doesn't even say scrolls. He says like off-planet beings. Let me let me see exactly what it is that he says. He literally just pretty much says all aliens. Um, yeah, which is again hilarious because does he not know about New Asgard? Yeah, in Norway there yeah. are aliens living there, but I guess they look enough like people that it's fine, and they're not you know out causing mayhem. Yep. But man. Yep. Let me read the the exact quote that he says. This is why tonight I'm presenting to Congress for immediate emergency authorization a bill that designates all off-world born species enemy combatants all off-world born species which is like insane thor insane insane like all the guardians except for star lord like all the scrolls that are just like the million scrolls that are just normal ass people that are not like the 20 fanatics that we've seen throughout the show yeah like and nick just leaves him and doesn't try to like convince him any of this why 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 is oh my gosh also 
Right. So oh. not only does Nick Fury not solve his original problem or so much worse. take accountability, he made it worse and then just dips out. Yeah, Nick was now there are so scrolls being terrible. exterminated on his planet that he promised to find a home, and now he's just like, well, peace. You guys are getting killed, but it's the end of the sixth episode. I gotta dip. Yeah, deuces. Like, the president made no sense, especially because he seemed like a totally reasonable person the whole time. He just was a completely different character. It's like maybe that we're supposed to think, oh, maybe he's a scroll at the end. Like that's the only thing I can think of why he would make such an idiotic decision that's so out of character. Like, that's the only possible thing I can think is they're trying to be like, is the president a scroll? I don't know. But then, I mean, like, but if the president's a scroll, why would, would you order, why would you set out legislation to, like, yeah. massacre all the other scrolls? And why would, Nick, no, why would Nick, you reveal your own people to, yeah, like, extermination? And oh. why would Nick not, like, stay with the president and, like, develop a way of determining is this, a, like, they have a secret passcode or whatever, right? So, or some, something that, like, lets them know. That he's not a scroll. Like the Nick, the situation is not better just because Gravik's gone. Like there's still a ton of scrolls that believe in what he believed in, especially because in the the last uh, like episode five we see Gravik killing a bunch of the scrolls, right? Because he's unhappy with them and they failed him and whatever. Nick doesn't see any of this. He doesn't know any of this, so he doesn't know that there's right. anything other than another person stepping up to take Gravik's place. Which, if he's as influential and charismatic among the scroll as he is. Like, he's going to be a martyr. People are going to be like, oh, they killed our leader. Now we definitely have to do what needs to be done because humans are killing us. You know, they're targeting our leaders and stuff. So he just, no, he just he just leaves. Like, Nick was the worst. It's it's like, what about seeing a, a character and a hero that we, you know, he's always been a bit gray morally, right? It's not like he's always been the best person, but he's always been at least effective, like, you don't have to make him this great person. There's nothing wrong with having a person have a character have flaws, a hero have flaws. Like, make him a dirtbag. That's fine. But he literally make didn't do, do anything. He, he just walked yeah. around and didn't do anything. Like, he achieved nothing. He showed no skills at anything. Everything that was accomplished was by Sonya or by Gaia or by his, like, wife. And also a scroll. That Haven't all accounted. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't even care about her. She's never going to show up again. Um, and all of that accounted amounted to nothing anyway. So it's like, why? Why was he even in this show? To be honest, you could have taken him out, and very few of the scenes would have been made worse. Like by replacing him with just random person, because nothing about this. Like it's like okay, technically because he's Nick Fury and his relationship, you had to have him in there. And Sam Jackson, sure, people are going to watch it because it's Sam Jackson. But he did nothing. He achieved nothing. He went backwards. He's now a worse person, which is, again, fine if you do something with it. But it's just complete waste of a character for the whole thing. It's like, totally. why do they think it's fun for us to watch these characters that we've loved for a decade suck? It's like, why do they bring back Luke Skywalker to suck? Why do they bring back him to suck? Like, who, like, is it because they're trying to have the new heroes, like Gaia, be someone that everyone's going to love? Or is it just because you think it's, like, edgy and cool to have him be, like, broken down and kind of off his rocker? I don't, I don't, I don't understand at all. Uh, yeah. Like, I it's escapism. Either, People it watch no it to sense. see characters do cool things. And, like, we want to live vicariously through the heroes we see on screen. And, mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. And uh, the president the whole time, this is the last thing I'm going to say on him. All I was thinking of was how it's the same actor who plays, um, uh, I don't even remember his name, but... One of Jess's boyfriends in uh, New Girl, which is a great show, but 
she he, he's the same actor that's the only other thing i've seen him in so i just kept thinking oh. about that the whole time <laughs> like he's also the, in shameless i think i can't remember uh, the actors i name, haven't but, seen uh, that but I, the whole time yeah. i was like sorry dude uh, you, i'm sure you have, have built a respectable acting career but i just can't think of you as anything other than yeah. the dude from new girl oh, well but, the, the president situation yeah. is interesting and it's not anything interesting with this show because no. obviously we've we've been over yeah. and through this it, there is nothing interesting about this show but we know that in captain america 4 which has gone through several title changes at this point i don't even know what it's going to be called but the first one with sam wilson as the captain america yeah. leading leading the charge we know that uh thunderbolt ross who is now being played by harrison ford as uh, William Hurt has passed away, um, is president. And that should be coming out next year, I believe, at some point. Oh, he's president. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So Thunderball Ross becomes president, which does he, you know, get there by having a plan for the Skrull uh, takeover? Does he get there after the previous president is, like, ousted for um, – yeah, gross misconduct <laughs> for lack of a better or term. Or does he get killed by a squirrel or something like Exactly. Like there could be any reason why it happens, but it, it's just gonna be more interesting. Maybe they'll just say nothing about it and he'll just yeah. be president now. Well then we'll, um yeah. But yeah, oh, another thing here. Uh we talked about it a, a little bit already, but Rody being a scroll and there's no time frame given. Now we know uh when he's or we see, rather, when he's rescued from the the holding cell, that little pod that the scrolls put people in, uh, that he's still wearing a um, like a hospital gown, and it, he has trouble walking uh, under his own power once he's rescued, which could be taken as you know he's been there for a long time and you know his muscles have atrophied or something. But nobody else who gets rescued seems to have trouble walking, mm-hmm. so. This leads one to believe that this means that Rhodey has been a Skrull since just after Civil War when he got his, you know, back messed up and his legs stopped working and he had those prosthetics mm-hmm. um, after Vision blasted him out of the sky accidentally. Yeah. Which totally undercuts all this um, emotion that he's had through the previous several movies and tv shows like he again has not been the biggest character he has not been you know and even a b-list avenger he's very much down the, the ranks for me but like his he had a touching moment with tony at the end of endgame uh after tony sacrifices himself and he also had a, a moving speech with with sam in the falcon and the winter soldier and Again, in the comics, like characters that have been there for years get flipped to scrolls, so it doesn't make a difference. But it's like if you're gonna do a, a reveal like this, give us a time frame. Yeah. Like I want to know that Rhodey's been a scroll for seven years at this point, because Civil War was 2016. Like I want to know the exact time frame, uh, and I now I want to see like the reveal or or the the next scenes with real roadie as he's like oh man i'm tired i was just sleeping for seven years what i miss like, yeah and my hair is not grown at all i have no facial hair i right. look exactly the same and also i've been st- getting held in a place with radiation that's so dangerous to humans that humans can't uh, go there 
and yet we're totally fine because they're we underground. Have it's magic fine. breathing air for whatever reason. That's just totally no, it's unexplained. Dumb. It's dumb. Like, oh, it makes, yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Again, I, I don't it have It couldn't have been more than a weekend based on what they look like. No shot. Right. No right. shot. It, but oh. again, like not having a plan yeah. so and be like, well, I guess the Armor Wars guy's got to figure out how long rody has been a scroll yeah. and he can write that into his show is just like very stupid. Yeah. Um, I mean, it I would have really liked to see, again, more scroll reveals. If you're going to have characters that have been uh, part of this universe for an extended period of time, I want to see more reveals, especially if you're telling me that there's a million of these green dudes on our planet. Make it like Luis from Ant-Man. Like, make it... Okay, I I get maybe you don't want to go like Thor, Captain America, Iron Man. Like, you can't have the big three be a scroll the entire time. That's fine. Like, you could absolutely have B-level Avengers or, you know, important side characters be scrolls, and have them, like, been that way since the 90s and still have developed Fine. relationships with the main characters. Mm-hmm. And then, again, that would, like, play heavily into the reveal when it happens. It's like, oh, man, Luis has been my best friend. Uh, you know, I, I'm Ant-Man. Luis has been my best friend since you know, we were 20 and he, we were in jail together and, you know, he, we worked together and he watches my kids. Like I had no idea he was an alien. Yeah. Like something like that would have explained why he wasn't in quantum mania. Maybe (laughs) Uh, also the worst part of our quantum mania was Luis wasn't in it. Yeah. That's, that's true. I would have taken Modoc the whole movie if uh, Luis was in it, you know, but yeah, like reveal some more (laughs) characters that have been scrolls. Like again, the the comic storyline has, it's not just like, oh, we there's one scroll here that we didn't know about. Yeah. Like they start popping up out of the woodwork like crazy and the whole idea of like who can we trust? Like who uh is really who we thought they were and who's not an imposter, like that whole dynamic is very interesting and it's just completely absent in this show uh to an alarming degree. This show was a total disappointment. Yeah. Uh, butchered its existing characters, uh, did nothing with its new characters, and honestly was a huge waste of my time. Yep. Yep. It was all really bad and not good. Like, the just to touch on what you were saying a little bit, um, I already talked about this earlier, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But, like, they wanted to have the intrigue of how long ago was Rhodius Skrull. Um, but the, the showrunner doesn't even know. He's like, I'm going to leave that up to other people. Right. But also, like, they gave no hints at all other than him showing up, right? Um, so there's not even anything to go off of other than, like you said, he's wearing his hospital stuff, which could have been any time, you know? Like, it's hard to imagine that it was... It's hard to, for me to imagine that any of this really was, like, really pre-blip um, just because the amount of chaos that would have caused and, like is a scroll going to blip away and come back and the whole world have blipped and they just like stay in character from five years ago. Like for them, it wouldn't have been five years ago, but like, that seems pretty wild to me. Um, but anyway, like I, this is what I'm saying. Like your reaction, right? All the, um, cool moments with Rhodey and Iron Man and in Endgame and infinity war and things like that. 
like they they seemed like they were just too scared they didn't want to commit to uprooting any of the old moments from before so any they didn't want to bring in any of the important characters that we cared about and then even Rhodey, they're not committing to telling us when or giving us any type of hints whatsoever. It's like, this seems like it's supposed to be another cool, um, like, oh, everyone try to speculate and theorize when did he become a scroll? But they gave us literally nothing to go off of. So it's just silly. Like, why? I, mean, I don't even want to spend time thinking about it. It's like, they clearly want this to be a, when did he become a scroll? But there's nothing to go off of other than just speculation. I, it's such a force that I don't care. And the whole thing is just really silly. It's like, if you're going to make a previous character a scroll, commit, like commit, make it a bunch of them or at least a couple, have it go way back. Sure. Don't do this half-ass like, Oh, he was a scroll, but we aren't going to tell you how long ago. It's like, right. that. that's, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And like, I mean, a big part of me is glad they didn't make any of the major characters scrolls from a long time ago, but at least that would have been something. It would have been it would have been interesting and something. Right? It would have been it would have been it's like definitely divisive, but at least it would have been something. Yeah, like why you bother know? making this at all if you're not gonna have it shake anything up? Like why why bother? Right. Like, <sighs> like let's look at the the implications and consequences of this show. Like before, Nick Fury was in space. Now he's back in space. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Uh, Rhodey is an, is not a character, basically. At this sure. Point. Like, yeah. we don't know how long they've been a scroll, uh, so it doesn't really Irrelevant. make a difference. Um, every other new character, again, was self-contained in the show, which is not a problem in and of itself, but does not have any bearing on the mcu going forward unless they're just now going to call in gaia anytime things get rough and she's just going to save the day with all of her powers yeah um talos the only uh interesting character in my opinion from captain marvel dead uh ben mendels is too good for this language anyway so good for him for getting out of there Uh, (laughs) you know uh, we haven't even mentioned like original avengers movie cast member uh maria hill axed in the first episode yeah for zero reason yeah. yeah like i was waiting for that to be revealed that she had been a scroll and they found the real maria maria hill somewhere nope she's just dead to give fury motivation yeah. it's like and they the wanted comics, stakes and then they didn't want it the rest of the series it's like what? Okay, yeah whatever in the in the comics world we call that fridging when a character is just killed off for no other reason other than to motivate the main character and that is exactly what happened here Good like, for her for getting out of this too. <laughs> I, I guess her contract was up, uh, yeah. but she just what I mean, not that again Maria Hill like very low level character, but she was there in she was a big part of Winter Soldier. She's Fury second in command all like from the start, uh, or at least after Coulson dies, um, from you know Avengers all the way through her last appearance in uh, Far From Home, and. She was a good character. Like, yeah. she got zero respect, just dies like that. It, oh, it's so dumb. Dude, I've said, there's, yeah. Somebody's got to keep a tracker of the amount of times I've said it's so dumb because, man, that should have been the subtitle for this show, Secret Invasion. It's so dumb. And it reminds me of uh, the recent Knives Out, or, or Glass Onion and Knives Out story, a quote, where 
you know, Benoit Blanc solves the crime at the end. And he goes, oh, it's so dumb. And then one of the other characters goes, oh, it's so dumb, it's brilliant. And he goes, no, it's just dumb. And that is how I would describe Secret Invasion. Yeah. It's There's nothing even, like, room temperature IQ about this show. Yeah. It is just dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah. That's my review. This show sucked. Yeah. Major balls. Yeah. There's there's so many small things that it's like they, they it's like they had no proofreading whatsoever. Like yeah, this had the to be president, first draft. The president gets attacked. All of his secret service get killed pretty much or most of them in Russia. They get flown back to the US and they have like three secret service people and Nick Fury in the hospital. And a nurse is like, you don't have clearance. And he's like, shut up. And then they, she's like, okay, fine. Like, why the heck is the pres- president in a public hospital, first of all? Second of all, with no security, just generally speaking. But also after having just been like, basically tried to be, be assassinated. And then later on, when like just Sonia calls, doesn't give any identification to Rhodey and says move the president nick fury is coming and he's like we have guards who cares and she's like you think guards are gonna stop him like yeah nick fury's one guy with a gun like and he's old as hell like what yeah. is the either they don't have any secret service at all and all like six of them that they have get taken out super easily it's like why do they have no security around the president it's like it's such simple things that like yeah, you have to be. This was a first draft. Completely brain dead draft. to not pick up on these things, and it's not like they had such a limited budget they couldn't afford extras. They spent two more than two hundred million dollars on this, like absolute abomination. And I can't believe I spent. Time he wasn't even it. in this. Abomination wasn't even in this. So. He would have made it better, honestly. Um, yeah, and he could have been there reading the scrolls like his haikus yeah. from She Hulk, and it would have been more interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. Marvel. Please, hi, like, we will write better crap. Just, and I don't want to say we will write good stuff, so I'll say we would write better crap than what we just watched yeah. for, like, a tenth of the price. We will save yeah. you so much money, and then even when our stuff do- doesn't turn out to be great, people will be like, well, at least I only spent, you know, $2 million on it instead of 200 Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we probably will be have the same writing so credits that these people did. I don't know. It, it's just so terrible, so bad almost nothing redeeming yeah. about it other than the first five minutes of the first episode and uh the fact that it's only six episodes instead of any longer and um yeah i mean this should have been a whole phase this should have been absolutely so good absolutely. this should have been something with top tier billing heroes in it this should not have been shelved aside um this there's so much that should have been done differently about this and at this point the scrolls i just don't care at all i hope they don't show up again I honestly hope Nick Fury doesn't show up again for a long time. Um, And this left such a bad taste in my mouth. And um, at this point, I'm excited for Loki, but I'm significantly less excited. It's an entirely different creative team. I love the first season of Loki. So I want to separate this from my mind. But it it was horrible. It was bad. Yeah. I was going to ask you, like, what's your favorite part if you had to put a positive spin on it? When it ended, because then it was over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. And, you know, it just nothing. Absolutely nothing good about this. Zero out of ten. I will never watch this again on any rewatch. I don't care. Um, And, 
yeah, just oh, absolutely man, disgusting. That's tough. I, I am such a sucker for like completionism that I will watch all of this stuff uh, whenever. It's going to be very difficult, I'll tell you, to include the TV shows. And maybe I, I probably won't even include the TV shows on a, on a marathon in the future because there's just going to be so many of them. Like, yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about the duration also because the whole point of the TV shows is that they're supposed to be long-form uh, stories that wouldn't fit in a two-hour movie, right? The run times for this show got progressively shorter. The finale was like the, the shortest episode. On. It went from 54 to like 53, and the finale, the last like three episodes were like low 30 minutes. Yeah. How do you do that? Well, and that's with credits too it was like 35 yes. minutes from the finale with like nine minutes of credits it's like so like unconscionable decision making this absolutely should have been a phase and i, I don't want to say this because of the you know it's the just kang a phase mom. Off to a rocky start <laughs> i don't want to say this just because the uh, the kang story is off to a rocky start um but you definitely don't need to have like uh, i feel like marvel had felt a lot of pressure to go to like quote unquote the next thanos uh, after the success of infinity war and endgame which totally reasonable, mm-hmm. and if they want to have Kang be like the next guy uh, that they face off in you know Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty, like that's that's fine. Secret Invasion is such a massive story with all these big emotional moments in the comics that this should have been again, if not you know uh, a whole phase, because again you're gonna have like stuff like the Eternals, which you know may not be connected. Uh, they're totally off world like guardians would be totally off world so it doesn't have to necessarily be the subject of every movie yeah but there should have been multiple movies covering this actual secret invasion where we see a bunch of these heroes dealing with uh the problem we have all these great reveals of scrolls impersonating the characters we thought we loved um but again to like cut down the the duration of each episode on a format that's supposed to be allowing you to explore the story in more depth with, yeah. you know, six, you know, 40 to 50 minute episodes. Like, how is this down to 30 minutes? There's just yeah. not enough time to tell this story at all. Well, especially <sighs> so, when half the episodes are just people standing around and talking, not even interesting things. And they have the same conversations again and again and again. It's right. like you right. could have cut out 60% of this show and it would have been the exact same. And like, right. I mean, just okay, just just because this should have been a whole um, phase by itself, doesn't mean it can't be good. Civil War should have been an entire phase by itself, and the movie was awesome. Like, cutting something right. massive down into something like one movie length, or this is even longer than a movie, like is is doable. Like, Civil War, a hundred percent should have been a whole phase. Should have at least been two or three movies if not a whole phase, but that's fine. They made it a movie and it was awesome. Everyone loves Captain America civil war. I mean, probably not everybody, but pretty much universally loved this. Like it shows that they can do that. Like this should have been a big event movie. Like why bother having the intrigue? If your favorite heroes could be scrolls, if you're not going to have any of the heroes in it and you're going to have it be all Nick Fury standing in a hallway a hallway that cost $200 million, apparently, talking. And you're going to, at the end of, like, three consecutive episodes, you're going to, like, kill someone, and then they're magically back the next episode. It's like, oh, my gosh. Any, anything just completely undone. No stakes. No. 
so 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 bad and yeah i again i'm i'm not going to watch this ever again and um yeah if they do a second I'm, season i might watch like the recap video but even that might be painful uh i don't i don't see any shot that this gets a second season no, and they'll just no have to pick up the second season they'll just have to pick up um the plot lines of this maybe directly in the marvels but the fact that like the showrunner doesn't even know what happens after this i mean i right. guess that was specifically with gaia but it's like if this doesn't feed directly into the marvels then i don't know what's going on because i mean in world the ramifications of the u.s declaring a war on all aliens and regular people just running around like vigilante murdering world leaders should be a big deal but i have the sense that it's just going to have no impact and honestly i hope it doesn't because this should be forgotten to time and and never mentioned again and yeah um, put this show put this whole show in the void at the end of the tva like yeah yeah like i was saying i'm i'm a big like completionist like i even on marathons like i still watch dark world i still watch captain marvel even the ones that i don't like as much i'll still like next time i do a marathon for the movies which again is getting progressively harder as we have so yeah, many just too now, much yeah. um like I, i'm still gonna do it because you know we're still big marvel fans at the end of the day uh i'll i'll still watch the, the bad ones because um i think you know even the the not every chapter in a book is going to be the best one so i i don't really have a problem with watching the bad ones uh at some point um the tv shows are a little bit more of a mixed bag uh and harder to put in especially because you know a lot of them haven't really connected to the to the main story yet um like moon knight was one of the best uh shows that we've seen so far and has not seen any uh connection to the real world um well the real world (laughs) i say the main mc storyline you know what i mean um but uh yeah, it's, it's just going to be tough to watch those until we know exactly how they connect. Uh, now, I do want to switch gears a little bit here because since you mentioned the Marvels, we've ranted long enough, but let's talk about uh, the upcoming stuff because I am excited for the Marvels, I will say. Yeah. I've seen a couple I'm trailers, a and normally I don't watch trailers, but they've been playing in the theater. I've been in the theater a lot recently for uh, Mission Impossible, as we just reviewed, and for Oppenheimer and Barbie, and the Marvels played before all three of those, so... Uh, well, I, I saw Mission Impossible twice, so I've seen them. You know that trailer come up four times, and it's hard to ignore it that many times. Um, but I am excited for the Marvels more than I thought I would be, even after this show was such a stinker. Uh, and I'll say why, and it's Ms. Marvel, which I think is a very underrated TV show. I don't think many people put it at the top of their like TV rankings for the mm-hmm. MCU. Um, but man, like Aman Vellani is such a treasure. She clearly loves the character. She's a big comics fan. She's the perfect casting for Kamala Khan. And I think from what I've seen in the trailer so far, like her interactions with uh, Monica uh, Rambo and Carol Danvers will be very interesting. Yeah. Um, I have high hopes for the Mar- I don't I wouldn't say I have high hopes for the Marvels, but I say I will say I have higher hopes than I anticipated because I don't think it was anywhere near um, the like top of my watch list for yeah. this year, uh, even for Marvel. Like it was probably my least anticipated project, um, but I think it looks pretty good. Uh, and then we do have Loki season two coming in uh, in a couple months. I believe October 6th is the release date uh, like for the yeah. trailer, um, which again, Loki best show that they've put out so far. So I'm very much uh, looking forward to 
season two. Yeah. Uh, seeing more Tom Hiddleston, seeing more Owen Wilson. If he's not on a jet ski this season, we riot. Uh, and we do know that uh, Jonathan Majors is coming back uh, as Kang for this season. There was some controversy, but as far as I know recently, he's kind of been cleared. It looks like he's, uh, I don't want to say innocent because I don't know all the facts, but it looks like he's um, kind of been cleared, at least in the court of public opinion, which is kind yeah. of all that. I mean, part of it is everyone forgot about. about it because there's always the next thing to pay attention to. He might just be caught up in like court proceedings or whatever, but we, we won't know until we know, so no point in harping yeah, on it. But I but, think that's, that's big for Marvel. Yeah. I mean, if he's... If he's, you know, in the clear here, uh, I think it would have been a mess to recast him. Even, you know, you could write it off as, like, you know, a Kang variant. He looks slightly different. Blah, uh, when blah. they showed the Council easy. of Kings that all look exactly like him but with oh, yeah, different true. color hair. So, But, uh, you know. but yeah, I mean, he's he is a great actor, and I think it would have been a big loss for the MCU yeah. to miss out on him. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in Loki Season 2. And uh, I think The Marvels is the last movie coming out this year. I'm yeah, I mean, it's pretty late. It's MCU. supposed to be November, and it might get pushed back even more because it's like the whole scheduling conflict with Dune, where Dune has all the IMAX theaters for like six weeks after its uh, release, and Marvels was supposed to come out like the the week or the two weeks after Dune Part 2. And so they might push it back to get some of the IMAX theaters, which would be fine with me. I don't really care when it comes out. If it's a month later, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm decently excited for it. Uh, like you, I, I liked Ms. Marvel on the whole. I think the second half, deciding to have the second to last episode have nothing to do with the main character and have all of like, have the villains be the clandestine who were absolutely terrible and forgettable. Um, and then have them not even be the main villains at the end, the villain that you built up the whole time, just like off themselves and then have some random agency like the ending of Ms. marvel was a complete mess the last two episodes but the first four episodes were really good and none of the fault lies at um like Ms. marvel's feet because she was great so you know seeing her especially not like having to carry the whole thing and now that we've seen some of her and we don't have to get like origin story you know dramas type of thing like it'll be cool to see her i don't really care much for monica rambo at all but um like carol danvers i don't know brie larson has always like i've liked her in a lot of other things she's been in like she's in community which is one of my favorite shows of all time and she's only in it for a short bit but she's like super charismatic super likable like what it seems like when she doesn't feel a need to prove herself like she did with captain marvel being like quote unquote the first female superhero not counting wonder woman not counting black widow and like all the other females like you know when she's taking it super seriously and like feels like she has a lot to prove her against the world you know she's she's not great but like when she's just having a good time like she's a great actor she's really charismatic when she's up there like she's hosted a couple late night talk shows and she's like great so if she can just like loosen up and have a plot that allows her to not be like this you know forgetful you know person with amnesia that has no personality like in the first one yeah like she can totally carry a movie so i'm hoping that it's like a lighter tone and she can you know just kind of be herself um and then all together it should be should be pretty cool so uh it'll kind of depend on how much it carries plot wise in the in the footsteps of uh secret invasion um because that could be interesting if it if it's like directly related but 
Um, I don't really see how it could be. There's nothing yeah. in this show that really could carry over. But yeah. I do agree. I think the writing in Captain Marvel um, kind of did not put do Larson in a bad light. I, yeah. yeah, it definitely didn't do her any favors. I mean, she's an Oscar-winning actress. Yeah, you and I both like her in plenty of other things. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I again, like we're already moving past this show. I've yeah. been past it ever since the credits rolled and there was no end credit scene. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give it a zero because I think that's like insane. Like, oh, I, I don't even know what I would have to see. In this order is an emotional response, okay? I'm not thinking logically. It's an um, emotional zero, not a logical zero. I mean, I, I would say, I will say the acting was good about this show. I'll, I'll give it one good note. Uh, I think the performances were very well done. I mean, even though Nick Fury was a nothing character, Samuel L. Jackson was still uh, a good presence on screen. Don Cheadle did a good job of, uh, you know, swapping to like a very smarmy douchebag version of Rhodey. Uh, Olivia Coleman was great as Sonya, even though her character gets no explanation. Uh, Amelia, Amelia Clark was, was totally fine as Gaia. Uh, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos was again, one of the best parts of the show gone too soon. Uh, and Kingsley Benadir, uh, Gravik was great. I thought, um, he, uh, in his like speech to not fury at the end was very emotional and that was a great performance yeah. uh, unfortunately it had no bearing because it wasn't actually to the person he had beef with yeah but um yeah i I'll, i think the performances were good but man i i don't even know what the lowest rating i've given anything uh so far i think i i, I would give love and thunder like a four and i think i would give this like a three yeah this was this was real bad yeah and Stinky I might even give it a two because I I had high expectations for this show, and not only did it not deliver on my high expectations, it like it didn't deliver on any expectations. Yeah. No, big whatsoever. Big double thumbs straight down. This is one of the only shows that like in between the episodes, I forgot that it was even on, and then only like two weeks later, I was like, oh shoot, I missed the last two episodes of Secret Invasion. I guess I have to watch those because of the podcast. Like, there's a very yeah. high likelihood that if it wasn't for this, I would not have even finished it. I mean, I would have, but totally it would have agree. taken months for it. And, yeah, I mean, this this was just so bad and so uninteresting. And the question now is, um, Amelia Clark, is this the worst single season of TV that she's been in? <laughs> Or no, does Game of Thrones season say, eight? I'll actually Game say of Game of Thrones season eight was worse than this. Game of give, Thrones season eight still one of the worst things to ever come across a TV screen. Do you give that a zero? Abysmal. When you're saying in terms of zeros, we don't have to have the full conversation now. But oh man, it might be for you me. know I. <laughs> I will say that since we're saying nice things about bad things right now, I will say Game of Thrones season eight, aside from the long night, still has good visuals. Um, a lot of it is still yeah. pretty good to look at. Uh, and that's all I can say because the rest of it is complete. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Uh, but Thrones had such a better lead up and such a dramatic downfall. Like if see if, if Endgame had, was of the quality of Secret Invasion, I would say that's as bad as like Throne Season Eight. I'll, that's my comparison to Marvel. Like you, all that build up to just trip over your own feet so spectacularly. Uh, the build up to Season Eight makes it worse. Although on their own, I 
I don't even I think I'd probably rather watch Game of Thrones season eight in a vacuum than uh than Secret Invasion. I'll say that. So you wanna know something funny? This is a fun piece of trivia. Game of Thrones season eight, again, like you said, outside of the long night, that one episode, looks visually amazing. Looks stunning. It covers many different locations, which is part of the problem because they just teleport everywhere. These huge set pieces which granted a lot of the sets had already been built from previous seasons, but these massive set pieces, these sweeping landscapes, these tons, way more high profile actors. And it was also six episodes that were all like an hour and a half, almost two hours long. Some of them that show cost $90 million. Secret invasion had like a 40% of the runtime, maybe maybe half the runtime and was mostly in like the street and a room and that was it and it cost 212 million dollars like all right more than twice as much inflation's been bad but there is no way especially when they're outside of this finale for secret invasion there was very little cgi it was basically like explosions when the president gets attacked and some of the scrolls transforming and everything else was just people in a room and it cost more than double the entire final season of game of thrones which at the time was like the most expensive um season of tv ever made mm-hmm. and obviously it's nowhere near like what rings of power spent that was like 600 million or something insane but like even more just to show like game of thrones season eight all the visuals were impeccable at the very least, or almost all of them at the very least. And Secret Invasion with more than double the budget for way less runtime, way fewer high profile actors and way less scope couldn't couldn't even do that. So I don't I don't know how you possibly mismanage this that badly. And yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad and we'll be very happy. I'm glad it's over, dude. To I'm not, glad to it's not over. think about this anymore, to move on and and uh, now it's not going to be popping up on my recommended on Disney Plus anymore because I've already seen it. So, yep. Yeah. I would rather re- go back and rewatch all three seasons of High School, the musical, the musical, the series before watching a single episode of this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was bad. Here's here's our official review for Secret Invasion. Poop. <laughs> That's my review. There it is. About sums it up. And it's glory. All right. If you uh, haven't seen dude, it, now you don't. Now you got me wanting to do a game. We should do a Game of Thrones review. Uh, it's season by season, though, so we can talk about. We should do a live reaction to the finale, like live commentary reaction to the finale. I feel like that'd be fun. Dude, I, you know what? I kind of, I gotta say, I think I've told you this before, but um. Not last summer, but the summer before, I uh, I made my roommates rewatch Game of Thrones because they had never seen it, and they like enjoyed most of it until it got to the end. And I'm like, well, now you got to experience what everybody else did too. Um, it was a fun experience actually watching it through with them, uh, and especially you know at certain moments um, that I knew were coming, and just seeing the reactions oh, on yeah. their faces to to specific episodes um i shall not spoil in case we all we all know what we're talking about um but uh 
Man, you know, recently I've kind of been having the itch to watch Thrones again. And I know you're still probably on the train of like never watching it, never even thinking about the series, at, mm-hmm. at least until the next book comes out. But <laughs> that's dude, not going like, to happen. I'm going to rewatch it like, before the next book comes out, and that might be 30 some, years from now. So <laughs> the first four seasons, dude. Very, very good. So good. Yeah. Like, especially after all these mid TV shows we've been watching. Yeah. I want to watch some great TV. Yeah. And maybe I'll just get through the first four and be like, you know what? That's good. I know how it ends. I don't have to finish it. Yep. Uh, but like, man. Great TV exists, so man. There's so good. much of it. It does. That's why and I'm like, not going to waste my time rewatching something like this when I could rewatch Better Call yeah. Saul or the first True. two seasons of Thrones. Oh, I got to watch. I got to get on Better Call Saul. Or anything I'm, like that. I've been that, slacking you know? and now all the seasons like, are on Netflix. I got to yeah. I got to get on that joint. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. We got off on a tangent here at the end, but yep. uh, there's our review for Secret Invasion. Steaming ass. We'll catch you next time. What is it? Real bad, no good, horrible, terrible, no good, very bad day or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was this exactly. one. That was this show. Yeah. So Bad, bad, bad. Bad. Don't watch it if you well, haven't. We'll be back soon to talk about uh, Oppenheimer, yes. the biggest movie of the summer, which quickly usurped... Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 at the box office. Was it bigger than Barbie? I thought Barbie was bigger. Oh, well, yeah, but like this movie's way better than Barbie. (laughs) And I say that as somebody who's seen both because I did the Barbenheimer on uh, opening night. There you go. And I did enjoy Barbie actually more than I thought I was going to, but Oppenheimer, man, I can't wait to talk about that movie because, wow. I'm going to see it uh, in a couple days here. So excited about it and looking forward to have a palate cleanser after this. Oh yeah. Well, your palace gonna be like <laughs> cleaned with <laughs> cleansed with nuclear radiation, dude, oh, and in a good way it. because this, that movie was an experience. But I, again, we're getting off on a tangent. I'm trying to wrap yep. it up here, but uh, we'll we'll be back soon for the Oppenheimer review, um, and we'll have a much better time reviewing that than we did watching and reviewing Secret Invasion. Yep. Till next time. Deuces. Peace. Peace.